Master Tavern Keeper's History of the Old World. And so it was in the wake of the death of his father, whilst killing the dragon Skaladrak, that the newly initiated slayer, now known to us as Strolvar, journeyed out from the dwarf hold of Karak Kadrin with the demon slayer Snorri Stonebreaker, bound for the Plain of Bones. Their goal was to find the body of Skaladrak and to retrieve a pair of its teeth. Proof of the dragon's demise, fulfilling his father's dying wish. Ugh, when you put it like that, sounds like the start of one of those Bretonian questing night stories that you tell the children who come up for a cup of shandy and some gruel every week on Festag morning. Ah, 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 when you put it like that, I'll admit it does. But uh, this was a deadly serious business, rather than a bairn-friendly, chivalric romp with damsels, common dragons, and daring, if far-fetched, escapades. Oh, but I do like myself a bit of chivalric romping, though. Those young Bretonian knights are both fair and firm. What? What are you talking about, Heinrich? Oh, I don't think you want to know, Septimus. Why don't you get on with Strolvar's tale, eh? Ah, I see. Uh, agreed. Let's uh, hop to it, then. Skeggy, a decade earlier. What day is it? Why, it's Conistag, my dear dwarf, which means it's Friday. I was up until the wee hours, scrubbing Goldbeard's eclectic collection of frying pans clean. Then, this morning, I got up early to pick up more whale oil. A bit of advice. Make sure your blade is sharp for tonight, Strolvar. It's a free fish with every ale. And you'll need a decent edge to both slice through Goldbeard's overcooked offerings, as well as keep the other patrons off your fish. Anyway, why don't you continue with your story, Strolvar? You were saying that, uh, by becoming a slayer, you gained access to the library of Karak Kadrin. What did you do next? Aye, to be specific, it was actually a special part of the library, reserved for Drengi, that I got access to. Within were the maps and books that we needed to memorize before embarking on the journey to the Plain of Bones. My father's best friend, Snorri, who quickly became something of a, a mentor to me, made me do all the research, merely overseeing, guiding, and reviewing what I collated. Simply having access to knowledge 
teaches you nothing, weirdling. You must work with it like a bucky does. Chipping away at it day in and day out. Finding out where the seams lead and meet. And separating the metals and the gems from the common rock. I'm sorry, Strolva. What's a bocky? Mm, it's a slang word for minor manning. Once it's... This went on for about a month before we set out. Until, finally, we did just do that. We set out. Everything we needed either carried on our backs or strapped to the back of Snorri's pony. Hunk Knoll, the strongest pony I've ever known. And in Snorri's own words, a fearsome, grobby killer. Ah, I'm sorry again, Strolva. Grobby? A goblin! Grobby is the proper Kazalid word for them. Although in the northern holds, like Kadrin and Ungor, we used to use the word Gobi, another slang word. Although it's fallen out of fever, I hear. Snorri was originally from Kalazakaragisi. He spoke proper. Once it, let's get on with this. Snorri, myself, and Hunkkunol began by navigating our way east along Peak Pass. had begun and there was a biting chill to the air. The driven snowflakes cutting like icy razors and the wind howling like a trapped fellhound. Yet onwards we trudged further and further east towards the dark lands. We met and saw no one in that time, until the night of a terrible, terrible storm. The snow was falling thick as an avalanche, whilst above it, thunder and lightning rumbled and flashed. We were hardy, but not stupid, and Snorri found us a cave to shelter for the night. Unfortunately, 
we were not the only ones who stumbled across some shelter from the elements that night. Upon entering, we were greeted by a troll's bark in the blackness. Snorri immediately raised up his old father's Boki lantern. Ah, so Snorri had originally been a Boki then, a miner. No, but his father had. May I continue, please, Manling, without any further interruption? Ah, ah, yes, sorry, forgive me, Strolva. Snorri raised up his father's bulky lantern to reveal a stone troll, wielding a tree trunk and accompanied by a gaggle of black-clad, pointy-hatted goblins. <laughs> Kill Stumpfist! Squash the stunties good! At the goblin's words, Snorri shed his belongings and pulled out his axes. You take that troll, Beardlin. I'll take the gobby. Why do you get the gobby? Are you tired, Dringudrak? Enough with your Gumbucks. What would you rather be, Beardlin? A grubby slayer or a troll slayer? Now quit your eyes, Kraken, and get hacking. I scowled and took a couple of steps forward. I know that I approached the creature with a certain amount of trepidation. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I was young and I had little fighting experience. Aside from sparring with my father and uh, killing a few goblins in the tunnels below the hold, Snorri had set his lantern down near me as he charged off to catch the goblins, who were already scurrying away. He was so fast that the dim-witted troll didn't even notice him slip by. By the lantern's light, I saw my own foe. A common troll, but still well over twice the height of a U-manling. It was a grey thing, with thick, hard skin, a head like a small round boulder, and a great gaping toothy hole for a mouth. What are you doing, Beardling? It's not a dance. Get into the beast. Do you think your father killed Skaladrak by wafting his axe around in the air? And at his words, 
Something snapped to me. A red mist descended, and I let go. senses. I was dripping in troll blood, and the creature's decapitated head lay on my feet. <laughs> we might make a trangiardia yet, Grumbaki. Drangi? Grumbaki? What are these, Strolva? Bargrimnir's beard. A slayer. Drangi means slayer. And a grumbaki is someone who complains. And would become Snorri's favorite thing to call me from here on in. One set. We made ourselves a fire, waited out the night, and set off again come morning. I spent a number of hours that night removing the flesh from the troll's head to get to the skull beneath. And over the coming months, I worked on the skull, turning it into this fine drinking vessel, this nogarung that you see before your eyes now, manling. Once it. Speaking of drinking, poor as another! <laughs> 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 